Wanna whisper in your ear that you're, that you're good enough I wanna change the way you see you, you're strong enough Say them not know that you got more than meets the eyes And them not see you making stride after stride I was told to abort my baby before she had a chance at life, before I even had an opportunity to name her. My doctor wanted me to trust his judgment, and there was no room for discussion on this. Either abort this baby, or he was going to stop seeing me. Now, every queen has three battles that she has to face in life. The first one is the battle of faith versus reality. The second is the battle of self-commitment. And the third one is the battle of progress. Welcome to Queen Tings. I'm LaShawn Brooks, your friend, because I'm going to tell you the truth, a good truth, and I'm going to tell you the raw truth. I'm also an advocate for your life, your business, and your legacy. And you can find me at iqueenup.com or I'm on Instagram as the LaShawn Brooks. Facebook and TikTok are the same, the LaShawn Brooks. I am happy about the feedback that I've been getting about the podcast. So I want you to rate the podcast, leave a review, and share this with the women in your life that you love, women that you want to see move forward. We're going to move you forward, and we're also going to move them forward. Leading ladies are always at war. Entrepreneurship is at war. We're always in a battle like we're going to talk about today. Because being authentically you in a world that celebrates everything plastic, it's war. Doing something outside of your family's regular function or regular tradition, that is war. Refusing to cover people's authenticity is war. Choosing to do you, you know it's war. This is why you need a tribe, a community of people that will support you in thriving to accomplish your goals. It's what Queen Tings is all about. Taking your internal harmony, your destiny out of other people's hands and putting it in your own hands. Being authentically you and utilizing your God-given gifts, which attract your real tribe, and building a legacy for those who are coming after you. That is what we are all about, and that's our gift to the world, and we love giving it. We love feeding your heart with the insight that you need to walk out your maximum potential. If that means it's time to heal, then let's do it. If that means it's time to build your brand, then I'm here for it. Let's do it. This way, you can build your legacy and do what you were born to do. So let's talk about how to win these battles that you'll face as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a wife, as a friend, a corporate leader, as a pastor, as the queen you are. Again, the battles are faith versus reality, self-commitment, and the battle of progress. They will always be with you for the rest of your life. Sometimes one battle may be more intense than the other, but in some form, they're going to be with us forever. So I want to I want to highlight the battle of faith versus reality. And as we go within the next few episodes, we'll talk about the other battles as well. But I want to highlight this faith, this faith versus reality uh, battle because this is who. This is sometimes the toughest battle out of all the battles. Sometimes this can be the toughest battle because when reality is screaming in your face, 
when the diagnosis is screaming in your face, when the tax bill is screaming in your face, or whatever bills that you have piling up, when they're screaming in your face, sometimes faith does not seem like an option in those moments. That's why I shared the story of my daughter. She is 18 years old today. Needless to say, I had to choose faith. I had to choose what my heart could produce because what my reality, what my circumstances were saying was going against my life mission. And because I was dedicated to my life mission, at that point in time, oh my goodness, I had to go with what my heart was saying. Now, my doctor had another idea and he felt like, you know, if you don't do this, I'm dumping you. And he did. And it wasn't easy. Like literally, (laughs) I was shaking in my boots. My doctor dumped me. He would no longer see me. Um, I had no care for the first eight and a half months of my pregnancy. Can you imagine going eight and a half months without any care. Now, I know some people in tribes over in other countries, they go without (laughs) medical care. But for me, like for my other pregnancy, I knew I needed care because my first pregnancy almost took me out. And so I knew like, oh my God, I need some care. Like I need somebody that's gonna take care of me during this pregnancy just to make sure that my vitals are on point, that I'm not going into um, the issues that I was having or the complications I had in my first mar- my first my first pregnancy. Um, and so, ugh, imagine me walking around eight and a half months pregnant. Um, with no care. It was really hard. I went from doctor to doctor trying to find someone who would help me and no one would until I found this wild female doctor who said the rest of the doctors were punks. Now she definitely used other words, but um, that's what she meant. The rest of these doctors, she's like, they're punks, you know, they should care for you. And And um, she took me in, and even with this new doctor, uh, I was told that I was going to need blood transfusions. After giving birth, I was going to have to stay in the hospital much longer, and I was going to have to be prepared for a heart attack and some other complications that would come along. And and I was it it was it was nerve wracking. And I liken having a baby, being pregnant, to to having a business in your heart, to having a vision in your heart, something that you see that in reality, it just looks like it can never happen. Maybe you have, you're pregnant with your own healing. You know, you're pregnant with, yes, I, I, you know, I want to be better. I want to live life better. I want to have my internal harmony back, or I want to scale this company from making six figures to seven figures now, or I want to, you know, raise up people um, as a mentor that are going to love each other and walk with each other and help each other move forward in life and business and whatever other endeavors they have together. Now, whatever vision, whatever you are pregnant with, I want you to take my pregnancy as as uh, uh, an example of what you're pregnant with. Because maybe you have people in your life right now that are telling you to abort 
what you have in your heart. Abort that healing. It will never happen. Your mom died because of this or your grandmother, she did not last because of these same types of pain or, you know, your auntie was always dealing with abusive men. You saw it and you're going to have to live your life out to that same extent or, you know, uh, a mental illness runs through your family so you cannot expect to have um, healing take place. But let me tell you something. When you stop relying on just reality, relying on just your physical skills to make life happen for you, you tap into something that is so, so powerful. So there I was shaking in my boots. I did not abort this, this baby, right? And they felt like, oh my God, if you push, if you have a hard time pushing, this is going to complicate things for you and your heart may stop. But (laughs) I went home happy because I had actually found a doctor in spite of all of the, the crazy stuff they said that could happen. I went home happy that I had a doctor, but at the same time, I was like, oh my God, what have I gotten myself into? Have you ever done that in business or even in something physical where it's just kind of like, Oh my God, maybe your marriage. Oh my God, what did I get myself into? I don't know if I can, if I have the ability, the capacity to see myself through this healing or this pregnancy or this thing that I'm hoping will work for me. At that point, I didn't have a choice. I was big and pregnant. I knew I had to have the baby even, even before when, when I was four weeks pregnant and he told me to abort this baby, I knew then I have to have this baby, but I didn't know what was going to happen to me if I move forward. It was scary, (laughs) y'all. Everything was screaming. You should have listened to the doctor. (laughs) Like you should have aborted this baby. Like you should have saved yourself and, <laughs> and, and continued on and maybe later on try again, but I was already in the thick of it. And my heart could not take aborting a baby when I knew in my heart that God gave me that baby. Maybe God gave you your business. Your business started out as a word from God. So guess what? <laughs> because your business is a word from God, it's time to engage your heart beyond your skill, beyond your ability, beyond all of the strategies that you've put together or all of the courses that you have taken, beyond all of that, it's time to engage your heart. Now, the battle of faith versus reality is one of the toughest battles you'll fight because everything in your reality is screaming out, not just what's going on in the world around you, but it's also screaming out your limitations, your faults, your flaws, your inability to be consistent. Everything that you deal with, that battle will begin to scream out those things against you. And it's going to look like it's not going your way. But when you understand how to, number one, let go of the outcome, number two, take time to envision the desired outcome and speak out about it, and number three, refuse to get anxious about time, you'll win. Now, I know I blew through those, and I want to say it again. Number one, if you let go of the outcome, just, just decide that whether it happens the way that I want it to happen or not, whether it goes my way or not, I'm going to be okay. 
I'm going to get over it and I'm going to be okay. Why? Because everything is working together for my good. So however this turns out, I'm going to be okay. And then number two, take the time. Now that you've let go of the outcome, now that you have let go of how the outcome is going to go about, because you know sometimes we get in our minds and it's just kind of like, oh God, how am I going to make this happen, right? No, I want you to not do any of that. You've let go of the outcome. But now number two, instead of thinking how it's going to happen, I want you to start envisioning that it has already taken place. And in your own private time, I want you to verbally speak out, audibly allow your own ears to hear you say, this is going to work out for me. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I see myself on the other side of this and I'm satisfied, I'm blessed, and I'm still moving forward. And number three, refuse to get anxious about time right? Because sometimes, oh my God, there is a saying, it's a scripture that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And sometimes we get so sick because we're hoping for something and and it's just taking too long. How do I keep my heart from becoming sick? Refuse to get anxious about time and go back to number two. And sit there and start envisioning those things that you desire. Speak them out in a prayer. Speak them out. Share. Allow your ears to hear you say, I'm not going to be anxious about the time, the timing of this. I'm not going to be anxious about that. My life was not a mistake. My footsteps are ordained. They're ordered. And so my life is not a mistake. And the moves that I make, even if they look like a mistake, I have backup. I'm going to be okay. And you'll win. You'll win. I know there are some things in your life and your business and your relationships that may have some time constraints. They look like they'll never change or get better. But I want you to apply your faith to those things. I want you to get your heart moving so that your heart can do what it does to make it happen for you. Because sometimes, again, our skills, all the stuff that we know won't make it happen. Our hearts will. So how do you apply your faith when reality looks like this steep mountain that you'll never be able to overcome? You have to be intentional. You have to take time to look into the results that you want to see. Engage the desires of your heart until you know within that what you've been requiring is done. It's complete. And now because you know it's complete, you'll need to take calculated action based upon what you've seen in your heart. That's a good deal. Now, you know if you need help, I'm here to support you in this. I'm here to help you explore these things. So I want you to see the goal. I want you to see what you desire, but I don't want you to think of your desired result being the end all for you. So if I'm looking to purchase this house, I am not looking at, you know, buying the house as being the end all. The real goal is not purchasing the house. The real goal is to become a homeowner. There's a big difference there, right? The goal of your faith is heart progress. 
It's your heart moving forward. So it's not just to buy the house. It's to become what I'm believing for. See, because if I don't get this house that I'm hoping for, then guess what? When I become a homeowner in my heart, I can get whatever house I need to get at that moment. You understand? So we're talking about going beyond the result that we want to see. We're going beyond that and we're moving into heart progress. That's a big deal. You understand? When you start to move your heart forward, whoa, now you start to get rid of those limitations. And when you get rid of those limitations, listen, that progress is going to happen externally no matter what. You may not know how it's coming, but you know because you have become that homeowner in your heart or you have become the owner of more than one home, you've become the owner of of apartment buildings and land all around the world. When you become that in your heart, My goodness, one house means nothing. So I want you to stop aiming your faith at one, just one desired result. Use that desired result that you, you see that one house, use that as a way to move your heart beyond the limitation of having a house to being a landowner, a homeowner. Yes. Big talk. You understand? This is queen talk that we are talking about here. So the end goal is not just to get what you're hoping for. The end goal is to have your heart make progress. All right. So we're moving beyond the small things and we're moving into having a bigger heart atmosphere so we can bring in more. Yeah. So take time to look into the results that you want to see, engage those desires in your heart and cause your heart to expand, push the borders of your heart out so that you can get more than what you bargained for. Yes. I know. I know that there are things in your heart that maybe you've been longing for for a long time. I want you to focus on that heart progress and the actions that come along with that heart progress so that you can really see what you're hoping for. Now, when your heart expands, you're going to receive more than what you ask for, more than what you imagine, and it makes your heart so big that the things that you want it to get done, oh my gosh, it's going to be bigger than you ever expected and your joy is going to be full. Even if it doesn't get done the way you wanted it to get done, you'll still be full of joy. Why? Because it happened. It didn't happen according to my own plans and the way that I expected it to happen, but it happened. And guess what? My heart is bigger and I'm happy and I got more than what I was hoping for. See, divine wisdom steps in when we allow our hearts to expand and grow beyond what we are requiring. We think we want the new car, but with the expansion of our heart, the car becomes a new car that is completely paid in cash with a new house on the tail end of the transaction. Why? Because your heart expanded. It got too big to receive just one thing. There's so much more to share with you on this matter, but we don't have the time. But listen, I've got more about these three battles in the next few episodes because I want you to I want you to see bigger and I want you to win big. You deserve it, queen. A woman's greatest weapon and strength in any battle 
is her love and her care for herself. Without self-love and self-care, a woman hands her power out to others until she is empty. And with her determination, she continues on empty, hoping to find someone who will fill her back up. No, ma'am, we are no longer living like this. It's time for you to invest in yourself and fill yourself back up. Now's the time to do it. And you can do this queen. You've got the tools to win the battle of faith versus reality. Put these tools to work and I'll talk with you next time. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and you are going to enjoy some one-on-one time with me where we sit together and strategize about how we can move your life, your business, and your legacy forward. I cannot wait to hop on your healing journey with you so that we can discover who you really are and what you really have to offer to this world. Go to iqueenup.com, click on work with LaShawn, and we will get this thing going. Can't wait to talk with you.